Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and thank you for joining us at XM.com. This is the weekly outlook. Only a few days ago, the IMF warned that the world economy might slide into a recession next year. And this upcoming week holds important data investors worry might reflect the IMF's gloomy projections. I'm Christina Marujos. Helping me unpack this week ahead is our lead investment analyst, Rafi Boyajian. Rafi, let's start with the United Kingdom. Markets have been rocked by the recent developments after the new government's policy, on which the pound tumbled to an all-time low against the dollar. Now, inflation data out for September is out on Wednesday. Could it affect the Bank of England's policy stance at its next meeting? Well, Christina, we could certainly see uh, the inflation data um, pushing policymakers towards uh, an even uh, bigger rate hike than the 100 basis points that's pretty much priced in the markets uh, right now. Of course, uh, the Bank of England, uh, the, the reason why they're going to go ahead uh, most likely with such a big hike uh, is because the pound fell uh, so much following that mini budget uh, a couple of weeks ago, which sparked uh, panic uh, in the bond markets. Uh, now, as far as the inflation data is concerned, uh, I think we're probably more likely to get a downside surprise rather than upside one because of the drop in fuel uh, prices but uh, of course that's not going to really change the the broader picture for uh, uk inflation because uh, as of october the energy price cap uh, will go up again um, and on top of that of course the weaker pound means um, we're likely to see the impact of higher import costs slowly feeding into consumer prices as well so uh, in the longer in the longer run the, or beyond uh, the next couple of months or so, the, the risk is to the upside for UK inflation. Uh, but of course, uh, there's other things for the pound to worry about. Um, because uh, as of Monday, the Bank of England will stop its uh, support measures, uh, such as the, the emergency uh, bond, my, bond buying uh, program to calm uh, the, the UK gilts market. Um, now, there were worries that this could spark fresh panic uh, as of Monday, but uh, those concerns have been allayed uh, following uh, speculation that the Chancellor um, is thinking about doing more U-turns regarding those large tax cuts, which, you know, which was pretty much what sparked all this panic in the first place. Um, so that could keep the pound uh, supported, uh, even if we do see perhaps some volatility in the bond markets uh, next week. Um, and of course, uh, inflation and retail sales data as well. Uh, so those will be uh, big priorities for investors. There's a consensus, Rafi, that the world economy is slowing down and China being the world's second largest economy has been at the epicenter of that. Now, GDP data for quarter three is out on Tuesday, among other economic reports. What are we likely to see in the number and how could the Aussie perform this week? Well, uh, as you quite rightly said, China's economy is slowing down. The property crisis seems to be getting worse rather than better. Uh, and of course, all those lockdowns that uh, you know we keep getting in terms of snap lockdowns in various uh, uh, cities, uh, they are definitely uh, hurting consumer spending. Uh, nevertheless, we are expecting a bit of a rebound for the third quarter in China because, of course, uh, the lockdowns 
uh, were, weren't quite as widespread or didn't last as long as the lockdowns we had in the second quarter. Uh, so that might perhaps uh, help uh, improve uh, the, the market mood. Uh, GDP is expected to have rebounded by about 3.5% uh, over the quarter. Uh, but of course, uh, those longer term concerns about China's economy, they're not likely to go away. Uh, so uh, any boost to market sentiment from, say, a solid rebound is probably going to have limited effect. And the other thing to watch in China uh, is the Communist Party's National Congress, which takes place every five years to uh, appoint a new leader. Now, uh, President Xi Jinping will probably get uh, reappointed for a third term, which is quite rare in China because usually uh, uh, presidents only serve at, for two terms. So it, is, it would be quite unprecedented and investors will also be uh, keeping an eye on who's going to be joining uh, the, uh, the the Communist Party's economic team um, to get some idea of whether there's going to be any shift uh, in economic policy, particularly on uh, zero COVID uh, once uh, President Xi uh, uh, secures his uh, third term. Now, as far as the Australian dollar is concerned, uh, it had been on a losing streak lately. Um, so clearly a boost from GDP data is possible. The other thing, of course, is what employment numbers coming up as well out of Australia on Thursday. Uh, now, Australia's economy hasn't been doing too badly. Nevertheless, the RBA uh, has decided to uh, switch to a slower pace of rate hikes. Uh, so should we get a strong employment numbers, uh, it might cast out on the RBA's thinking. So that could also be potentially positive uh, for the Aussie. Of course, inflation is definitely one of the main themes of the upcoming week. We're expecting CPI data from New Zealand, Canada and Japan. But could this likely change their respective central bank stance on tightening? It is possible uh, from the inflation data in New Zealand because uh, the RBNZ has actually uh, carried out quite a lot of rate hikes already. They don't have that much to go until they reach the, that terminal rate, which that they've signaled in, in terms of their own uh, forecasts. Um, but and the CPI data, it is expected uh, to on, in the third quarter. It's expected to moderate from 7.3 to 6. 0.6%. Uh, so it is possible it could spark the, the data uh, could raise speculation that the RBNZ would soon follow the R, uh, RBA in terms of joining the slow lane. Uh, in Canada, on the other hand, the inflation data probably won't make huge impact on BOC policy. I mean, the Bank of Canada has so far been pretty much as hawkish uh, as the, uh, the US Federal Reserve that uh, basically they just want to see inflation get under control. Um, so un until we see a much bigger drop in inflation, uh, the Bank of Canada probably won't be changing its stance. Uh, so that could be potentially supportive for the loonie in the coming week. On the other hand, um, in Japan, maybe things are about to get more interesting because uh, the core CPI rate, which is what the Bank of Japan targets for, for inflation, it's slowly being edging higher. It's expected to uh, hit 3% in September. Uh, and the further uh, up we go from the 2% target, uh, the more likely some policymakers within the BOG, uh, BOJ will start to get uh, a little bit nervous that they should start to make preparations for exiting uh, their stimulus program. So although uh, Probably not going to be that significant just yet. Something to keep an eye out uh, in the next few months. That's because as inflation uh, keeps rising uh, further above 2%, uh, we could soon see start to see some, some signals 
from the Bank of Japan about uh, an exit from stimulus. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, I think there's still going to be a high risk of the Bank of Japan intervening in the FX market uh, to keep uh, the yen um, supported against the US dollar. The dollar, of course, uh, we're seeing uh, it's coming close to hitting the 148 yen level. So uh, definitely uh, the downside pressure on the yen is uh, by no means over. And finally, before I let you go, Rafi, let's turn to the United States. We just had another red hot inflation report, but the dollar went in the opposite direction. What should we be keeping an eye on in the upcoming week? Well, that was interesting what happened after the inflation data because the dollar, uh, in fact, uh, uh, fell and we saw stocks uh, rallying. So that could have been down to perhaps uh, short covering uh, because markets were so bearish ahead of the data. Um, so short covering in stocks that helped uh, stocks uh, recover a bit. Uh, and there could be further recovery for stocks next week from the earnings season uh, because uh, we've got the big tech starting their their uh, earning results, uh, including of, of course Netflix on Tuesday, Tesla uh, as well coming up after that. Um, and so, I mean, the risks from your earnings are symmetrical. So we could see um, a big boost to stocks from better than expected results and uh, vice versa. Uh, now for the dollar, given that it's going to be pretty quiet uh, in, as far as economic data is concerned, um, I think the dollar will probably uh, take its cues in, in the next few days, probably more from um, the broader market mood rather than uh, anything Fed uh, specific. So if we see improved risk appetite from, uh, say, not, not such a disastrous uh, earnings results, uh, that could in fact be negative for the dollar should we see uh, risk appetite improving. Rafi, thank you so much. This was the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.